Um, so we're here uh, for the last episode of our beauty extravaganza journey, uh, hullabaloo, discovery. I have a question for you. I have a question for you, so you go. Okay, so following the beauty segments with our expert, with our panel, you and I just talking about our first impressions of beauty, have you heard from any of our listeners? Just some reactions, some thoughts, any comments? Um, I have, but mostly just in terms of like, I really like this. Uh, No one was really specific about, I like, no, 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 I mean, let me say. People like specific things, but mm. people liked uh, things that no, no one. I'm sorry, no one commented in a way that was like, "I wish we would have dug deeper into this. I wish I would have heard more about that." Or, "I feel this way about this, contrary to what you guys said." I didn't get in. I didn't get any like pushback, if you will. Oh, and we always welcome those suggestions. Absolutely, um, but that's interesting. I don't think right. I did. I definitely got um, quite a few women approach me about one of our guests in education, um, Liz. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, that was really interesting hearing about her neuroscience. That was really cool. And they almost, it's as if they touched on things that we weren't, the physical stuff that we all agreed was not as important. They're like, oh, that was really cool. When this person talked about confidence and feeling sexy and doing things for you, that was really cool. So I liked hearing the different takes of what people thought were interesting and how they interpreted things. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, that is cool to hear. But, I, I mean, just in general, can I say, like, I really just love hearing from our listeners, period. Yeah. It's just like, oh, okay. I don't know if you've seen this. Like, I get really bashful when people tell me about, when I tell people about the podcast. You're bashful with me. Yeah. I'm in, I guess I'm innately, like, naturally – Put me in a corner, leave me alone, don't bother me, I don't want to talk to anybody, don't talk to me. And so the fact that I am going to be in my corner, but in my corner, I have, like, an entire world of, like, amazingness happening, right? And I don't need permission from anybody. Like, when I'm in my space, I'm in my space. So the fact that now I have the opportunity to share my little corner with the world and then share with people and then actually be like, hey, like, listen and then tell other people to listen, that's a journey in itself. Which is so interesting to me because when I see you in public settings, girl, you are very much like, and this is in a compliment, like control. a professional politician. Like, really? You you talk to everyone. You're going to work that room. If you know them, you're going to be like, hey, how's it going? You talk to them, you run to the next person. It's super natural. You're like a little snake, just like slithering your way through the crowd. So you're not in a corner at all. Well, I must say that that's very much all learned behavior. Mm. that's all learned behavior because I grew up in a hair salon and when I would walk in, I would have to speak to every lady in there. Yeah. I would have to go and say, hello, hey, Miss Johnson, hey, Miss Ellen, hey, Miss Ruth, hey, Miss such and such, hey, Miss Judy. Um, and if I didn't, mama would give me that look, which means to meet her in the back. Mm. Mm. Fudge sickles. <laughs> I did, I did say something to everybody, mama, I did. But, it, but I, I'm grateful for that experience, but it just, it, like, naturally, I just wasn't that, that outgoing person. But my mom is, my dad was, my brother is. Like, I just remember looking at my family just in admiration, thinking, like, where did I come from? Oh, 
And so a lot of it, honestly, is just all learned. My mom said, actually, I, I mean, I said me in my little corner. Like, my mom actually used to put me, when I was a baby, in the corner, and I had, like, a blast by myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was I was chilling. Like, like, I didn't a really... box. Yeah, oh, my gosh, this is amazing, right? But <laughs> I don't know. It was just, I would see my brother. My brother's super outgoing. My brother's, like, you didn't know my brother. No. My brother's this tall, handsome. He has such a presence. Is he single? Outgoing, definitely married, has oh, four children. Okay. Uh, like older kids, okay. Yeah, they're, they're grown. Like he's pretty locked. They're grown. I've got, I've got great babysitting. Okay. Yeah, I've got, yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean for you? For me, for me, for me. Oh, I was for like, me. why are you so excited to be babysitting? Oh, no, 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 oh no, no, yeah, no, no, no. you got options. I have several options. Yeah. Yeah, do you okay. want to spend time with your big cousin and your little cousin today? <laughs> Which one? Right? Um, but it's just, I don't know. I like I like that about my family. But what's funny is I grew up thinking that I could never be that. Like, that you was so that. much to me. But you I don't know it now. You should, now you know. I, I, yeah. It, and that, it took a lot for me to kind of actually realize, like, wait. I, right? Are you talking about, talking about, talking about me? Me? <laughs> it's like in the office on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And you, like, were at this corner of the hall and you, like, <laughs> made your way to where I was in the back. That's not yeah. what she did there. Yeah. So, question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from our BB journey? <sighs> I really enjoyed the multicultural aspect of the BB journey, yes. especially with our panel. Yes. And what I enjoyed the most was knowing that we all came from very different worlds. Absolutely. Yeah. We have one, we have two individuals who came who are more international in a way. You and I are both more domestic. I live, grew up in the suburbs. And you grew up, did you grow up in the suburbs? Yes. Yeah, okay, you grew up in the suburbs as well. And we all have these different ideas of beauty. The women in our family all look very different. Mm-hmm. But we agreed so much on what makes someone beautiful in the sense of individuality, confidence, courage, um, passion. We have these women that are all doing different businesses. And I find that to be such a cool takeaway with all these differences yeah. at our core. Yeah. We are still so similar. Yeah. And I feel yeah. that way about everyone. Yeah. I think we are all more like when we are different. It was nice just having that conversation and realizing that at the same time. So I, I, I'm wholeheartedly on the exact same page as you. And just to add to that, I think that it was interesting in that I fundamentally, when I speak to people from other countries, it's like there's so many differences, but it's like, when the conversation goes to, oh, where Americans are this, and then people from this place are that, to me, it's less about that and more just about, like, your upbringing or or your exposure. But at the end of the day, kids all around the world love candy. <laughs> right? That's true, yes. Right? Yeah. Women all around the world want to feel beautiful. Yeah. And whatever that journey looks like. And so it was, it was it, you're exactly right. Like, it was less about our differences and more about, like, we all agreed this is exactly how we define beauty. And it's so much more internal. Like, you can be physically not, your face may not be symmetrical. Your eyebrows may be, like, two different brands. Like, <laughs> like there's so much that you can, like, say that are different. But it's, like, at the end of the day, it's more about your internal. And I love what Lisa said is, like, your smile. Your oh, smile yeah. is a huge part of you are whether it's again and I, I commented on like if you have like straight teeth or you yeah. don't have straight teeth but if you have this big amazing smile like that 
your smile is your kind of like insight to your inside. Yes, it's like your little third eye to your soul. Yes, 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 yes. Anytime I hear the word third eye, I don't think about my third eye. Oh my god, my face may seem like I was going to say something, but mm. I'm, it's still empty up here. Okay. So what were you going to uh, say? Uh, third eye meaning, oof, even just saying it. I'm a, I have a guess, but now I just, now I want you to say it to see if it's what I'm thinking. We are all adults here. We can take it. I think about male body parts. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. You are I'm gonna, so proper sometimes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame rap songs. Does that have a literal, like, scientific meaning? Very it has to, right? What so is? Why don't we talk about what's it? What's that? What's that hole called? Hole. Here we go. That's what she wants to say. I did. Oh, okay, it's the hype. Hype. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say this. What's it called? <laughs> did you just? Ah! Sorry, I should probably. Like, never mind. You guys don't understand the sounds that Destiny makes constantly. <laughs> it's a lot, y'all. I mean, I mean, listen, listen, listen. What? The sounds that come out of my body are my own. And they are part of me. I feel like they they're part, part of, of me, too. I am. I'm here. <laughs> are, they, are they your own? Because I'm here. I feel like they're both of us now. I don't think they're your own when you share it with the world. Maybe. Maybe they are. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're in a very small room. <sighs> Can I get back to my penis? Yes, please. She just Hypos said penis. Hypospadius. Is that Latin? Okay, isn't everything kind of Latin? Like, that sounds like the root word. Hypospadius. Okay, I found the phonetic Hypospadius. Nice. You've got it in everyday life. So the next time you're eye to eye. Uh, <laughs> use that use that language. Hypospadius? Yes. Spell that. H Y P O S P A D U S. I A S. I A S. So close. Yeah. You you would have lost the spelling bee. I, I think six children tied this week. Um but so um I do want to compliment both you and I on our uh, beauty journey. Yes, because there was one point during this journey that I saw you twice without any lipstick on. And when we started this, you were very adamant about your lipstick. I will put it on the second I get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it this morning, and I was like, oh, I can wait till after I see her. Right, and so point point for me, or point taken, but point also towards me is that I. I said, your lipstick are my earrings. Yes. And look at you. I, I'm not wearing earrings right now. And there was there was twice this week that I didn't have on earrings. And how do you feel? Uh, terrible. Oh. <laughs> terrible. Like, I, I would think it would be a literal weight loss. It felt, I mean, no one said anything. No one was like, oh, where are your earrings? Like, no one, it wasn't like anybody was going to actually point it out, right? Mm -hmm. But it was just... I look fine. At the end of the day, fundamentally, I look like Destiny, and that's what's important. You didn't need that validation from someone else. Correct. It's important. Correct. It's really huge, actually. Um, I did get a very interesting compliment by a gentleman, uh, actually someone in our office, names won't be named, um, walked up to me and said, don't take this in the wrong way. I hate when people start off statements like that. Sent again. Oh, I 
I would have put up my hand and be like, think about what and you're don't. about to say. Think about it, but okay, here we go. And said, you've got some really nice legs. And then walked away to his seat. Because I was getting ready to teach class. And hmm. I, I said, thank you. And almost was like so embarrassed. I just like put my head down and giggled till I was pink. He <laughs> giggled till he was pink because there were people in the room who saw it and was like, what are you, what did you just say? Like what happened? And then next thing you know, he was the color of, um, let's say, um, oh, I was about to say something really offensive. I was going to say it after like a preteen after Taylor Swift concert when Taylor Swift. Oh my god. The color of their hands. Super red. Like super duper red. Just like red, red. I don't think I've ever seen anyone get that red. Hmm. Yeah. And how did you feel about the compliment? Did you accept it as just platonic? Were you you awkward? I know when, again, same thing with like who put a dude shooting their shot. Mm -hmm. It's never just that moment. Granted, like, on a train or something, like, that's the first time that they may see me or something, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, they probably ran through scenarios in their head. Hopefully. so true. They thought about every outcome possible. Absolutely. And have made a decision on what and to do. And because I see this person regularly, I think that they ran through scenarios in their head and did not think, like, I think they were just like, let me just, I'm just going to say it, right? And see what happens. And see what nice. happens. Right. And I don't, I did not, I that's how I took it, rather than, like, me feeling offended or feeling, like, a certain way. I just took it as this person probably took, it probably took a lot for them to actually come up here and say that, look at how red they are. <laughs> Do I know this person? Have I met them? I don't know. I don't know. I have a guess of who it would be just because of this person's personality, but you I don't probably, know. You probably don't know them. Either way, I thought it was really nice okay. that they said it, <laughs> right? It's, okay. At the end of the day, it's a compliment, and I know the in, the energy and effort that it took for them to actually stand up with people in their room and actually say it. But at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, thanks. Um, but at the, I don't know that I would warrant it again. Oh, okay. What if they have the, do you think they have the courage now to say it? I, my thing is, I don't want to open the door for other things to be said. Mm, because so I don't want things to be misinterpreted. <laughs> Excuse me. She's back. I'm back. <laughs> you know, I'm curious. I've actually, so, I've had a lot of feedback on the podcast from gentlemen. Oh, interesting. Go on. Yes, all positive. Okay. They actually, I've Three gentlemen that I've met, well, I know in my life, who actually asked to be on the podcast. Okay, from a male perspective, all very, from what I know, interesting. They would be candid. We may agree, we may not. We may disagree. I don't know. But in the sense of we talked about beauty, you don't need anyone's validation. But I don't know if I shared this on the last episode or not. But one thing that I really enjoy is giving people compliments whether it's a male or a female, because yeah. I think we think, oh, that's a really beautiful color on you. Yeah. Or yeah. I really like the way you said that today in that meeting. Whatever it could be, and we think it, but we don't say it enough. Yeah. And I think it's nice for people to say those things, not necessarily that they need them, but to recognize that I see something that you're doing that's special. Mm-hmm. But I think it's much easier for me to do that to a man or a woman than it is for a man to do that to a to man, man or a woman. Or a woman. You're right. And it not... And it maybe be questioned a little bit more 
harshly. And I'm not saying that that question is bad or good. It, maybe sometimes it is bad. Maybe you do need to question those things, but it's just so interesting. That's why I asked you, how did you feel about it when he said it? Did yeah. you feel that he was, was it suspicious? Or that it's a genuine, I want you to know that I think you got great legs. So, again, I, I need people to be super specific. Mm-hmm. Like, super, super clear. So, I didn't interpret it as, like, oh, he's trying to make a pass. Yeah. Like, I didn't interpret it as that. It was, you have nice legs, period, the end. If you wanted to imply more, you could imply more. But I am also, I need I need that clear, clear, clear expectation. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to take it for. He said I have nice legs, period, the end. But I am also going to be thinking and looking out for how comfortable he feels next time he decides to say something because then I think that warrants uh, maybe might there might be boundaries that need to be said depending on how he responds. Because, you know, once a guy might say, oh, well, you look really nice, and then he gets comfortable and says some, like, yes. dumb shit, like, oh, that ass looking nice and tight today. No, <laughs> yes. cool. Like, we not, we are not we're there. Not. We are not there. If you want to fight, we can go out. Oh, no, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. But I, I got cousins. I got I got um, a husband. Mm-hmm. I got some big brother. I got a big brother. No, I have big brothers. My brother and his friends still treat me like the little 13-year-old. Who is a Um. Okay, so if you had to give, like, one final, like, <sighs> Going forward, this is what I want. This is what I like. Um, I don't know. Like, what's what's like your your kind of like final thought on our beauty journey? I just did. But my final thought on beauty journey, my takeaway, I should say, will be not to allow fear impact or influence the way I feel about myself when I look in the mirror Mm. or when I wake up in the morning and start my day in the sense that my first priority should always be Lauren how do you feel about what you're wearing about what you're about to do about how you're presenting yourself versus how should I perform to be beautiful I love that so that first priority is going to be me. That's the, that's what that's my takeaway, and that is what I hope that others take away. Yeah. That if you're not okay with self, how you feel, how you look, how you act, it's not going to matter if how you're performing to the world because you're still not going to be beautiful. I love that. It's true. It's true. So I I think that mine's a little less deep. Well, okay. I also was watching Jada Pinkett Smith's Red oh Table Talk this gosh. morning, so I'm gonna like this a mood. Woman. Okay, this I'm just woman. like very reflective. I, yeah. Um, mine, and I have to like really check myself every once in a while, but it's it's the idea that no matter where you are in the world, and I had this conversation a lot lately about people in other countries, but. The perception of beauty is the same innately everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So even while Lisa was talking about how taller women with not so full lips oh, yeah. um, are attractive, I'm certain that some level of confidence, if you are short, um, not very slim, and got some big old full lips, mm-hmm. some sort of confidence mm-hmm. is going to be super attractive to a man or whoever is going to be attractive to people. And so the, the idea of beauty transcends around every part of the world. And it's like, I, I, and I'm just thinking on the defensive piece of that, again, this is conversations I probably need to have with my therapist, is that you can't, you can't label it and say that it's 
this way in this country, in this way in another country. I think at the end of the day, it is your smile. It is your confidence. It is everything inside of you that makes you feel comfortable. Like you said, Lauren, how do you feel today? If you can ask yourself that question every morning and actually answer it, and then know how to conduct yourself thereafter, I, I think that to me is the beauty piece. And people will adjust accordingly. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they will. Or they, they will not be in your life, and that's it. Exactly. Meaning they won't feel <laughs> confident enough to. And I think, and I'm not, I'm not trying to like boast, and I feel like I've said a lot they of that myself. They won't have the ego. Right. And so when I talk about like hood dudes shooting their shot, I, I take that as a compliment because not that they think that I'm pretty and they want to like holla. I think it's more of like something about my personality makes me feel comfortable enough to want to come and talk to me. And to me, that that's a huge thing for me. Like I want to be in a space where I don't care who you are. I want you to be able to come and feel comfortable. Um, my tag on my Instagram is that I will always love you. Like no matter where you are, I don't think we do this enough. Uh, I don't think that we accept people enough in their journey, mm, right? But no matter where you are in your journey, right? <laughs> I need to work on that with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> no matter where you are in your journey, like, I have to love you through it. Like, I have a really good friend who we probably didn't speak for about, like, six or seven years because he was married to someone who, who was like, okay, all of these, all these folks, you have to cut them off. Mm. But at the end of the day, that's, like, that is still the homie. Like, that is my friend. I know if anything were to happen between my husband and I, like, I could always just, like, call him, and he would be right there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I I can also look back and say, well, you didn't talk to me for 10 years, blah, blah, blah. Like, I can look back and say that. But just knowing that internally I know where I am as a person, and I want people to feel that same sort of comfort and uh, level of openness and lack of judgment. It sounds like a, uh, you want there to be space for vulnerability. Hey, Brene. Hey, girl. You know, hey. it was you. We oh love you. Gosh. Come on the podcast. And you know what's funny? I actually listen to her stuff, and I think, like, I don't I don't think I have issues with vulnerability, but I think it's important that I still listen because I know that other people do. Mm-hmm. And how what can I do to make people feel more vulnerable with me, even in my marriage? Because mm-hmm. it's helping my husband get to a place where he feels even more vulnerable. Not that he's not vulnerable, mm-hmm. but what do I need to do to make him feel even more? vulnerable and open to be transparent and told his total self which sometimes I don't want all of them <laughs> but that's another episode that's a whole maybe. other episode <laughs> yeah, I love that God, that was a really big tangent no it all it all looped in and you okay. know one thing that you said that as we close as a conclusion I think that I'm appreciative that you and I have both learned through this beauty segment is when we first talked in the first episode, we talked about how American beauty is this. Yeah. Or black beauty yeah. is this. Yes. And we in, did. Yeah, we did. And in this moment, you just said beauty transcends the geography and the culture. Absolutely. Wow. So look, I'm bringing it full circle. Yeah. But that was something you said that I just made that connection. So I I, I'm, that. I'm really happy that we did that. I like it. It's one thing that we have learned on this journey. There's much more. Oh, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. So much more to learn. So much more. But I'm happy we did this. Yeah. And I look forward to whatever we do next. Absolutely. Um, so, speaking of, uh, Lauren and I are going to go to the drawing table and we're going to decide what our next topic is. If you have an idea or a suggestion, we're totally open to hear what you have to say. Um, 
One thing that I would like to throw on the table, maybe we do have an episode yes. where we have yes. our guys on. Yes, you read my mind. Okay, perfect. Yes. I will do want to bring our guys on and just hear what they have to say. Actually, I might be able to get my husband on the podcast if we do this uh, episode on beauty. Because I think he has such great perspective. Mm-hmm. He's so chill. Super chill. And, and he's he's a, uh, as... Our one of our owners calls it. He is a cool dude. K O O L. Yeah. Keen observer of life. So he yes. sits back and watches a lot before he even assesses an opinion. Yeah. Today was the first time we actually spoke. I think more than three sentences. Oh, awesome! Awesome. Yeah. It's been a few you good? Yeah, we're, it's great. It was be- wonderful because he's very. He can be very therapeutic. Next thing you know, you might just be crying in the corner, trying to re- like trying to sort through like life experiences. Like, but he's he's good in that way. Him, so okay. Like, good. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> no, he's he's really good at like navigating that piece. But yeah, maybe let's 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 work on that. Yeah, yeah the guys, you have asked, we just can't answer. Oh, okay. Right. Right? We can't accept you all. That's the disclaimer. Sorry, 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 sorry. No okay. one is better than the others. <laughs> so let's plan for that and then we'll plan what our next topic is gonna be. Again, if you have any ideas, definitely send them out our way. Um, we kind of have an idea where we want to go. Uh, we definitely have a great idea for the fall. Um, and we'll go from there. Uh, Lauren, where can we find you on the interwebs? Oh, yes. On Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at, at uh, Lauren Stevens without the E. Lauren Stevens, spell it. For a second. L-A-U-R-E-N-S-T-E-N-S. What about you? Where can we find you? You can find me on Insta. I prefer Insta at Texas Beauty and the number 10. Um, does Shadow get her own Facebook page? I don't want to be that dog mom. I won't follow. Okay. Um, until after those 300 people have been back. Sure, sure, sure. And sure, I know sure, she's sure. Safe. You know, someone reached out to me about like, hey, like, we're looking for like doggy sponsors. Would, your do- would you be interested in having your dog? Blah, 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 and blah. You should have said yes. And I said, well, tell me more about what you're looking for. And they never responded. So I'm like, scam. Oh, yeah. Scam. Now I'm not for the okie doke. Anyway, you know how to do my baby. And so you can find me on Instagram, Sexy the number 10. You can find us on Product Junkie Podcast on all the things. And then that's, that's I think that's it. Um, shout out, we haven't done this yet, but shout out to South Dallas Cultural Center. Yes! For always giving us this space. Like, I hit up the dude and he's like, yeah, whenever you want. So huge shout out to South Dallas Cultural Center for always giving us time and space to actually be in the actual studio rather than my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, and they do a lot for the community. Today they have an entire youth day. Yes, the Terrence oh. Johnson Dance Academy, I think. I think they're having more than just dance. That's It's just, it's a really cool place. If you really live cool. locally and you haven't been here, I highly encourage you to do come here. They have art, they have fashion, they have music, they have dance, everything. And then it's, yes. it's, it's culturally centric, meaning like it's, it's almost exclusive to black culture, um, but not exclusive to like Christian culture. Like I've been here and there have been like the, um, the, the mosque that's on the corner. They come Ooh, and do yeah. things here every once in a while. Like I, I, I just love that. And actually I've come and I've listened and I don't know. I just I love being able to come and just be like unapologetically black and learn something at the same time. Absolutely. Yes, we love this place. Thank you so much for letting us use your space. Mm-hmm. And until next time. <laughs> Bye, guys.
and popping bottles at this recording studio. I'm a little bit scared, so I'm just gonna do a little pop. Ugh.